Jordan Valley family, Ryan Campbell here, uh, Valley Rugby Strength and Conditioning Coach. I'm down here on the corner of Hollywood Road and Ladder Street, uh, where we will be on the 27th of June, attempting to run these set of stairs up to Kane Road as many times as we can in 12 hours. Uh, our hope is to climb the equivalent of Mount Everest at least two times. And if we pull together as a club, I think we can easily smash that goal. Uh, so I'll see you all down here on 27th of June. Uh, details to follow. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this special episode of The Horse, of course, where we're going to talk a little bit about the Valley Everest Challenge, which is coming up on Saturday, 27th of June. It's a 12-hour effort. We're going to try and climb Ladder Street, as you heard there from Ryan Campbell, about a thousand times, which would be the equivalent of going up Everest. I think it's about three or four times. So today we're going to be talking to the CEO and the founder of Feeding Hong Kong and also Daisy Choi, who is a board member of Harmony House, who happens to be a Valley Fort mum. She has twins playing for the fort, coincidentally. And they're going to tell us a bit about their charities. These are the two charities that we're supporting in our attempts to climb uh, Everest on the 27th of June. These two charities have been very hard hit by COVID and also disrupted by the protests. Feeding Hong Kong is an amazing charity that's been supported by Valley. They are redistributing food waste to those that need it. Three and a half thousand tons of food every day is thrown away and there's about a million and a half people living below the poverty line in Hong Kong. They do great work. Harmony House is an anti-domestic violence agency, full service, and they are providing shelter and refuge for women and children mainly that are victims of uh, domestic abuse and violence at home. They also conduct training and all sorts of other workshops. They're very inclusive. They're an amazing charity. These are great causes. So we're going to try and say, raise some money for these two on the day building up so you can donate at any time. There's a link below in the blurb for this um, post that shows you how you can donate. You can also volunteer to come along and join us on the Valley Everest Challenge. Open, of course, to everybody at the Valley. Hockey, rugby, netball, the Fort kids are going to get involved as well. Sponsors are going to take part. You just need to commit to one hour between 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. And you'll see a link to a form in the blurb below where you can sign up. Put down your name, select a time slot, and we'll get back to you when we can. Uh, slot you into one of those hourly teams. There's going to be water provided. Everyone should wear their belly kit. It's a great opportunity to come together as a club and smash down a street a thousand times in teams. So you'll be getting fit at the same time. So there's no harm in that as we build towards the season and all three sports. Do join us. It's going to be epic. You can also view the full interviews with Gabby from Feeding Hong Kong and Daisy from Harmony House in separate episodes on our website, episodes four and five, if you really want to get to know those charities, the work they're doing, and how you can help and how we can help as a club. All right then, let's get on with the show. And we're very lucky this week to be joined by the founder and CEO of Feeding Hong Kong, Miss Gabrielle Kirstein. Hi Gabby, welcome to the podcast. Hi, great to be here. Thank you for having me. Hey, um, we're just going to talk today a bit about feeding Hong Kong. Uh, I mean, even if you get back to, you know, full capacity across that supply chain, 
how much more work is there to be done in Hong Kong to tackle the issue of, you know, people having enough food? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great question. And, and I think we, we're always looking at it from the two sides. So, so you've got the supply and then there's demand. So if we look on the supply first, yeah, every single day in Hong Kong, we're throwing away 3,600 tonnes of food. Wow. So that's the equivalent of 250 double-decker buses. Now, not all of that is edible. But even if we said the smallest fraction of that was edible, you know, even if we said 10% of that was potentially food that could be rescued and redistributed, that would be 360 tons a day. Now, what we're doing in Hong Kong, last year we collected over 800 tons in a year. And that supported over 2 million meals. So it's a lot of food. It's an awful lot of food. But there is a, a long way to go before we're going to close that gap between what we're currently rescuing and what could potentially be rescued. Mm. And then if you look on the other side, the need. So you know, we supported over 2 million meals, but we have 1.4 million people that are living below the poverty line that are struggling. And so again, there is a huge gap between what we're currently doing and really making sure that, that every single person in Hong Kong is able to have three balanced nutritious meals every single day. And can people just sort of go to the website to, uh, I'm just going to flash it up now. Yeah, so speedinghk.org. Mm -hmm. And on there you'll find more information about all of those three things that I've mentioned. So. We've got a section on, on donating food. We've got a special section for the food companies as well as the individuals that are interested in supporting our, our food drives. Uh, there's a volunteer calendar on there, which is um, advertising shifts that we've got uh, going going on every single week. Uh, and then all of our donation options are up there as well. Okay, so Valley members, um, get involved if you can. It doesn't take a lot. Hey, talking about like pre-season workouts, um, I've been talking to you about something we're going to do at Valley 27th of June. We are attempting the Everest Challenge on Ladder Street as part of pre-season. So we're, um, we're going to be trying to climb the steps on Ladder Street a thousand times over a 12-hour period uh, in a relay format, members of the club, so across hockey, netball and rugby. Um, and one of our goals was not only to climb Everest four times, but to raise awareness amongst our own membership. Uh, we have 3,000 members, if you count all the parents and kids up at Valley Fort. So raising awareness and also trying to raise funds as well for Feeding Hong Kong and also Harmony House. Um, so I hope you'll be down there, Gabby, uh, in your, with your runners. Do a couple of... Couple of I am going to start training now. <laughs> I'm more a hiker than a runner, but um, I'll do my best. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, we'll be down there, and uh, I'm sure you'll be down there as well. It's, it's, yeah, uh, it's a fantastic idea. And, and again, thank you so much for, for everything that, that Valley have been doing to, to support Feeding Hong Kong, to, but you know, everything from helping us raise awareness as much as anything. I think it's a really important thing. It's just, it's just getting the message out there about not just what we do, but, but what we're trying to achieve in the community in terms of reducing food waste and supporting those that are, are most in need. So, so I think this is a, a, a fantastic event that you're organizing. And you know, we're really honored to be selected alongside Harmony House, who, again, just I think some of the, you know, just so many of the, the, the vital work that's being carried out by frontline agencies, particularly at this current time. 
Yeah, well, and thank thank you too, Gabby, for for what you do and in, in feeding Hong Kong. Uh, it's a it's a really worthy cause. We're we're sort of excited about supporting and continuing our support with with your organisation. So thanks for joining us today. It's been really insightful. Okay, we are now very lucky to have a board member of Harmony House on the show today, Miss Daisy Choi. Yep. Hello, Daisy. Hi, thanks for having me, Grant. Yeah, no worries. So Harmony House is a one-stop anti-domestic violence service agency uh, that has that, uh, obviously had its resources seriously stretched during uh, recent events of, you know, home sort of isolation and lockdowns. Certainly, uh, you have twin boys who play at valley fort am i right yes they do play at <laughs> valley fort so i have three boys and my twins play at valley fort so we've been with the fort for uh, two years now um unfortunately with everything that's happened they've uh, you know practices have been cancelled but um uh, the boys are really looking forward to the new season come august september just to get back on the field and see their friends again and would you describe yourself as a rugby mum yes Unfortunately, I think um, it just brought out a side of me that I didn't even know I had. I think, you know, at tournaments on the sidelines, I'm louder than my husband. And sometimes I'm shocked by just how over-enthusiastic I am. Now, for Harmony House, specifically in Hong Kong, we've had an increase of um, almost 50% um, of calls to our hotlines. And um, our shelter has been full for the past two months. So we have just over 70 places in our shelter, which is actually the largest shelter in Hong Kong. There's a couple of other shelters, um, but our shelter's been full since um, end of February. And um, again, it's, um, it's due to the pandemic. Um, people are afraid. They feel they have, um, that they're worried to go out. They've been advised to not go out, you know, with all the social distancing measures that um, the government had put in place. So it's a feeling of, um, feeling lost and feeling vulnerable, but also feeling anxious and um, unemployment doesn't help as well. So I think people that maybe depended on a couple of temporary jobs um, just to support their family's livelihood, a lot of those jobs were also gone during the pandemic. And even now, I think unemployment's at the highest in Hong Kong over the last decade. And um, basically these people have nowhere to go. And I think tensions um, rise, children aren't going to school, everyone's just trapped in, unfortunately, just small households in Hong Kong as well. So um, again, domestic violence doesn't discriminate, it happens everywhere. Mm. Um, but um, the pandemic really has brought this issue to light. And um, in a way, I guess it's a good thing because um, people do have to talk about it. Um, it's something that's everywhere is something that's around and more people need to know these things happen and the more awareness that people have of it the more alert people are of the resources and the help that they can seek if they are subject to any type of um, domestic violence abuse sure yeah. um harmony has um well we as i mentioned previously we offer a whole range of services we're basically a one-stop shop so um, mainly our projects are financed by foundations. We've got Jockey Club, we've got Community Chest. And um, so our, one of our main services is obviously the shelter, which um, victims and their children can come to. 
um, the pictures you're flashing up there right now, um, the top right where we have storytelling for children, where we actually, um, as part of our education program, we have two centers actually that run um, local programs for the local communities. And uh, so we have storytelling sessions and then we also have, um, as part of programs for children, we do, we teach them about emotion management. Uh, we also teach them about um, how to protect themselves. Um, the one just below me, we've got, is actually a group of women cooking together. So those are actually um, the people, the, the women that are seeking refuge at our shelter. And I think um, what we try to do at the shelter is to create a supportive environment. And especially during festivals, you know, a Chinese New Year or Christmas or whatnot, we'll have um, activities for everyone to come together. And we have women support groups within the shelter, along with our um, social workers and our counselors that guide them and enable them to have a voice and speak out. Um, and then also these type of activities where you're cooking together. So it's a sense of community and the feeling that you can develop these relationships. So eventually when they leave our shelter, there's still a community and a support group and new friends that they can, that have the same experiences and they can rely on each other for support. Um, we also actually have um, a mobile school. So um, the, the truck you see is actually um, a mobile center that goes around to all the different schools. We go to local schools and we teach different kids about, again, um, emotion management, uh, relationship dynamics, and it ranges from primary school where we're teaching children how to protect themselves or how to release their emotions. But also um, for teenagers, we talk about relationship dynamics. We talk about dating and uh, dating violence because actually very... Do a fundraising event. It's a pre-season event. Uh, we've talked about it. Uh, it's called the Everest Challenge. So um, exciting. Yeah, yeah. So June 27th as uh, a pre-season sort of event where our hockey netball and rugby players, kids as well, are going to be doing some pre-season training by climbing Ladder Street um, mm. at, at least a thousand times over a 12-hour period on June 27th. <laughs> and we, we wanted to help raise money for two agencies that we feel have been put under stress, even more stress by COVID and, you know, the protests recently. So uh, Harmony House was, uh, we made investigations and um all all roads led back to harmony house in the in the area of domestic violence as i said i've seen that headline about you know spiking domestic violence and it seemed like something we should try and help not only raise funds but awareness for the other one is feeding hong kong so um we hope that the viewers and uh supporters of harmony house might come down on the day and support absolutely I mean, we're so, we're really just so grateful. I think um, just helping, I mean, with, you know, people like, I think um, people at Valley are just really passionate, supportive. Uh, we have such, we have such a supportive community. And I think um, being part of that community, you really see um, people caring for each other. And so uh, again, on behalf of Harmony House, thank you so much for um, having chosen us and helping to raise awareness on um, this um very pressing issue, not just for Hong Kong, but just worldwide and in general, just um, raising the awareness is really important. We're so grateful for that. And yes, definitely we will. I think um, I think it's a really meaningful challenge. I mean, just to get everyone fit again, I think, you know, during this pandemic, everyone needs to exercise and work out and stay healthy. But I think just all walks of life, um, I think this, this latter challenge, I think everyone just um, 
go. It, it, it's an uphill struggle for everyone. And um, I think it's just a, such good messaging that we can all overcome it together. And as long as, you know, we stick together, we, 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 we support each other, you know. So thank you so much for uh, choosing us as one of your beneficiaries. Yeah, you're welcome. And uh, I want to thank you again, Daisy, for joining us today and spending time with us and uh, sort of sharing what, what the agency Harmony House is all about. Thank you. Keep up the great work. You know, it's it's amazing what you do along with Feeding Hong Kong. Uh, it's very generous work and time and really, really great causes. So thanks very much. Thank you so much you. for having me. Yeah, no, I'll see you on June the 27th. Yeah, bring your runners. We'll I will. Street a few times. Great. Thank you so much. All right.